Have you heard the phrase, the new normal, in the last year or two? The new normal. The new normal, the year in takeout trends, has skyrocketed in the last two years as, face, as restaurants face a reckoning to the COVID-19 for all the restaurants they shut down. The new normal, elevators now are moving touchless mobile and sideways. Did you know that? The new normal, casinos, being, betting on temperature checks and chip cleaners. The new normal, what summer camp looks like without campers. I like that one. <laughs> the new normal, a great shift in the working environment to stay home rather than to go into the office. The new normal, taped off desks as a future look of office spaces. Have you seen that? Every other desk taped off. The new normal. Americans getting ready to go cashless since the coronavirus. The new normal. Will face shields replace masks? I hope not. <laughs> I'm just going to go get my hockey helmet. Just stick that out. <laughs> the new normal. Expect your haircut, ladies, to be quieter, cleaner, and a lot more expensive. <laughs> The new normal, are, vi are virtual doctor's appointments here to stay? I mean, how do you do an annual physical? I mean, it's just... The new normal, rear-facing seats could be the future of airlines. And then something they tried to do, the new normal, will COVID-19 mark the death of handshakes in America? It's all fear. And I want to talk to you today about combating the fear of the new normal. Even though things are happening and they're going to continue to happen and there are new normals, you don't have to face this as fear. If you've been watching the news the last couple of weeks, the COVID rate is rising again. Of course, it is not the original COVID-19 but it's a variant. I've lost track of what they call it today. But uh, to my understanding, and I'm not a doctor, the more it mutates and variates, the less potent it is, which means the less people die. But they don't tell you in the newspapers on the news how many people are dying. They're just telling you, boom, it's going up again. How come they never did that with the flu every year? Well, the pandemic of COVID-19 is a time that the world is taking advantage of it, and there's something behind it of trying to go cashless. In fact, maybe you've seen on TV some commercials when people are just going through line using their debit card, and then someone pulls out cash, and everyone looks at them like they're some nutball. That's the way of the future. How dare you use cash? Go with the flow. How many heard that one? Do you know, just something to think about next time someone tells you to go with the flow, do you know are the only ones that go with the flow? Dead salmon. Think about that. 
They always go uphill. They only go with the flow down if they're dead. Since the pandemic, some nations are beginning to outlaw physical cash over fear that the bills and the coins could be contaminated with these uh, COVID variants. Since the pandemic, there's been an obvious surge in online shopping where you don't need cash. Thanks to Amazon, um, what are some of these things? GoPuff, uh, Walmart, um, Grubhub, um, what's that one? Fresh food, is that what it? Fresh food and some of them, I mean, you don't even have to grocery shop anymore. They'll do it for you. I don't know about you, but I like to grocery shop, uh, you know, but they'll do it for you. And they're doing this so that we can move towards a non-cash lifestyle. Now, what's the big deal of a non-cash lifestyle for you and me? Well, as followers of Jesus Christ, we don't need to fear it. It's just another sign of the end of the world, and of the second coming of Jesus Christ. The last time we were together, I I did a two-part series on the rapture, and I said uh, the second coming of Christ involves two phases or two steps. The first step is when Jesus comes invisibly for the church at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. We meet the Lord in the air. The dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain will be caught up with the Lord forever. The second phase of the second coming of Christ is after the seven-year period of tribulation when we will come back visibly with Jesus to destroy the Antichrist and all the people that have blasphemed and rejected Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And that's what we're going to talk about today the coming Antichrist. Not that we need to be fearful. Not that we need to wonder about who is it. Because the Bible says, look up for your redemption draws nigh. Didn't say look around and find the Antichrist. We're not going to be here. But God gave us this information in the Word. But, you know, this week I got a call. Who do you think is the Antichrist? You know, is he alive? You know, how in the world is he going to convince the world that he is the real Christ? What will happen to the world when the Antichrist is revealed and takes over? I don't know. I'm just going to preach the word of God. So let's look. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Why don't you stand up for the reading of God's word? And we're going to talk about the coming Antichrist. And... uh, Let's follow along. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together with him, that's the rapture, we ask you not to be soon shaken or full of fear. Don't do that, please. Shaken in mind, troubled either by a spirit, a demonic spirit, or by a word or by letter, as if from us as though the day of Christ had come and we missed it. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. That's referring to the falling away from the church of Jesus Christ. When churches shut their doors, when churches open their doors and not even half the people come back to church, 
when churches are considered not necessary. Are you with me? This will not happen until there first is a falling away, and then the man of sin, or the Antichrist, is revealed. He's called the man of sin. He's called the Antichrist. He's also called the son of perdition. And what does he do? He opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So that tells us that the temple in Jerusalem will be rebuilt. Paul says, Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, what is restraining the son of perdition, this Antichrist, that he may be revealed in his own time. Or I'm sorry, where am I? Yeah, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. It's sure at work at the United States, isn't it? Has anyone seen any lawlessness in the last couple of years? Only he, capital H-E, who now restrains the Antichrist, will do so and continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. Then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with his breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming second phase when Christ comes back with the church visibly. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of who? How many of it doesn't say Democrats or Republicans or Independents? You'd like to blame them, but it's not them. All right, how many know it's not the EU? It's not Putin. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and what? Lying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, those who reject Jesus Christ. Because they did not receive the love of the... They refused Christ. That they might be saved. And for this reason... Because they rejected his son, Jesus Christ, God will send them all a strong delusion that they will believe what? They will believe the Antichrist is the genuine Christ, the Savior of the world, because they don't want to receive Christ. Then one last verse, I don't have it on there, verse 12, let me read it. That they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They would rather have pleasure in sin, pleasure in the things of this world, pleasure in this life now, instead of what Jesus has planned for them in the future. Amen? Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, this is your word. Help me to preach your word. Help me to impart faith and not fear. Help me to dispel all troubled minds, anxiety about the day and the age in which we live. And may, Lord, you impart, Father, your excitement and joy that we are close to you coming. Lord, come, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated, please. You may be seated. 
Let's talk about the coming Antichrist. Let's talk about it. You'll hear me say this a lot. I was teaching the children that the devil or Satan, who used to have a name called Lucifer, was a created being, and everyone was created to glorify God. Satan is still glorifying God. People say, why is God allowing Satan to do all this terrible stuff? Well, when God's done with Satan, he'll destroy him. But there's a purpose. There's a purpose. But the first thing you need to know is that everything that God has, Satan wants a copycat of it. In fact, the only original thing Satan ever did was the original sin. Everything else is a counterfeit. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is the satanic trinity. Everything God has, Satan wants. God has worship, Satan wants worship. God has a Godhead with three people, Satan wants his. God has gifts of the Spirit, Satan wants his. God has prophets, Satan has mediums. God has his church, Satan has his church, the apostate church. Are you with me? Very important that we understand these things. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 11.4 that God has a Holy Spirit. Satan has another spirit that acts like the Holy Spirit. And some Christians can't even tell the difference, which is a sad thing. God has the gospel of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 11.4 says there is a different gospel. A different gospel. The Mormons believe in a gospel that was given to them by the angel Moroni. Totally different from this book. It is not the same Jesus. The Jehovah Witnesses believe the same thing. Everything that God has, Satan wants to copycat. And so he's preparing for his counterfeit Jesus called the son of perdition, the lawless one, or what we commonly know him as the Antichrist. The Father has Jesus Christ, the Christ, the Messiah. Satan is preparing. Now, what is going on between COVID and cashless society and all this? It is not the politicians, as you may think. Behind everything, Satan is preparing the world to receive his Antichrist. And before the Antichrist comes, uh, there is something called the spirit of Antichrist that is bringing the whole world together as one. And it was Satan that released this COVID-19. And he continues to do it to get the world working together as one. You with me? And when this Antichrist, it says there is something that is restraining the Antichrist from actually appearing. Do you know who it is? It's the Holy Spirit in the church. And when the Holy Spirit is taken out with the church, then the Antichrist will come. That's why you don't need to fear, people. And if you fear, you're just wasting your time. You can't. Let's go back to that. Let me read it again. Oh, I'm going the wrong way. Hold on here. You see that underlined part? Only he, the Holy Spirit, who now restrains, will do so until what? And when will he be taken out of the way? The rapture of the church. 
You see, the Holy Spirit is preparing us, the bride of Christ, for the bridegroom, Jesus Christ, maturing us. But we don't need to fear that. So let's, let's get into this a little bit. The Antichrist wants to be worshipped. He wants to be worshipped like Jesus was worshipped. He will demand worship. And if you don't worship him, we're, we're not here, we're gone. But when the people who rejected the church and laughed at the church don't worship him, they will simply just be killed. Have you known any people in the political arena that wanted to be worshipped? How many remember Muammar Gaddafi? Remember that crazy nut? Remember he, he got so loopy that he decided that all his bodyguards would be women. <laughs> and he demanded that they protected him and worshipped him, among, I'm sure, a few other things. Well, he thought his people really loved him until his people got a hold of him, and what did they do? They killed him. Anyone uh, remember Saddam Hussein? Do you remember all the bulletin boards he had over there with his gun and, and just how great he was and how he wanted people to worship him? Well, it's, it's, it's unfortunately one of those prideful things of politicians. But the Bible says, you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. That's the rapture. It'll come like that. But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. For how do you know that we are not going to go through the great tribulation? How do you know we're not going to be here when the Antichrist comes? How do you know we're not going to be judged? For God did not appoint us, the church, to wrath, but to obtain salvation through who? All right. The only people that are going through the tribulation is Israel, the non-Messianic Israel, who rejected Jesus, and then the rest of the world. And you need to know that. We don't need to fear in any way. But the day of the Lord will not only take us out, it'll begin for God to pour his wrath on the earth. Now, you think you've seen wrath on this earth. You haven't seen nothing until the great tribulation. You know what? It puts World War I and World War II and what Putin's doing to Ukraine to shame. What's going to happen? Four billion people will be killed. Four billion people will be killed in the great tribulation of seven years. Read Revelation. It's just terrible what's going to happen. But you don't need to fear because our Lord didn't appoint us to wrath but to marry Jesus Christ in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Amen. Let no man deceive you by any ways. Let no American politician, let no governor, let no pastor deceive you and put fear in you that you're going to be here when all this takes place. For that day, the day of the Lord, the judgment, will not come unless first the falling away, right, of the church and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Now, we're seeing a falling away from the church, are we not? We're seeing it with such hypocrisy, it just grieves me. I can't go to church. Let's meet at Costco. Can't go to church. Let's go to the hairdresser. I can't go to church. Let's have lunch at Stop and Shop. I can't go to church. Let's go to the movie theater. It's just blatant falling away. And it has nothing to do with what you think. It has to do with people's hearts. 
My whole ministry, I've said, the only difference between Christianity and everything else is that Jesus Christ promises to change our hearts. But once he gives us a new heart, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17. And when you get a new heart, you must manage it. You must steward it. You must guard your heart. In fact, Jesus said, or uh, through Jeremiah, what was it? Uh, the prophet Jeremiah. You will seek me and find me, Jeremiah 29, when you search for me with your whole heart. People say, Pastor, I'm praying, praying. I'm not, I'm not getting an answer. He says, you're not praying with your whole heart. Pray with your whole heart. Because he promised. He promised. And then uh, Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived outside of Jesus Christ, he was writing to his sons. He says, my son, Proverbs 4.20, pay attention to what I say and turn your ear to my words. What words? Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your what? For they are life to those who find them. And the word of God is health to all your flesh. Start reading the Bible more, and you may have to go to the doctor a little less. I didn't say it. Above all else, guard your... Above all else, for everything you do flows from it. You know why you're here today at church today? Because your heart wanted to come, and you came. Right? Do you know everything you do comes out of your heart? Everything you do, every purchase you make, every time you go to work, every time you go to bed, every time you love someone with your children, every time you do something nice, every time you do something not so nice, guess where it comes from? And the wisest man that ever lived said, above all else, guard it, guard it, guard it, for everything you do flows from it. Oh, oh by the way, something else that flows from your heart. Keep your, keep your mouth free from perversity. You know what that is? Mis mischief. Mischief. And keep corrupt talk far from your lips. You know what corrupt talk is? Gossip. Quarreling. You, you ever meet those people? They're always ready for a fight. And you say something and they get the last word in. I get the last word in. That's corrupt talk. It's like, would you just calm down? I'm just trying to enjoy my banana cream pie. No, no, I got to get the last word in. Out of the abundance of a man's heart, his mouth speaks. His mouth speaks. And we have to guard that. Now, let's get back to the satanic trinity. The satanic trinity, do you know what it is? There's the dragon... There's the Antichrist, and then there's a false prophet. Well, I'll give you scriptures in just a second. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The dragon, the false prophet, which is called the beast, and then another beast is the Antichrist. Now, remember I talked about hermeneutics, how to interpret the Bible, when I said when common sense makes sense, seek no other sense. When you're reading the Bible and it... You can take it literally, love your neighbor as yourself. You don't need an interpretation because you, you know how to love yourself. 
You don't need another interpretation. But when common sense doesn't make sense, then you seek another sense, like a dragon and a beast. Well, what does that mean? That's when you need to study symbolism. And you, you don't study symbolism of the Bible by going on Google. How many, how many know that? Google was not written before the Bible. And Google is not spirit-breathed and spirit-inspired. And so it's important that you understand when you're studying symbolism of the dragon and the woman on the dragon with the seven heads and the ten horns and the goblet full of wine, which is the blood of the saints, you have to study symbolism according to the Bible. So let me help you a little bit here. We're talking about the Satanic Trinity. So they worshipped the dragon. Who is the dragon? Satan. All right. Who gave authority to the beast. Who is the first beast? The Antichrist. And they worship the beast, just like Jesus they worship. The Antichrist wants it. Then I saw another beast, a false prophet, coming up out of the earth, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast, the Antichrist, and he performs great signs so that he can make fire come down from heaven and earth. Well, who did that? Do you remember Elijah did that? Everything that Satan does is a copycat of God. And people say, well, who is the false prophet? Well, we don't really know. Uh, what we do know is when the true church of Jesus Christ is raptured out of the Protestant church, the Catholic church, and the Orthodox church, the Eastern Orthodox, there's going to be left over a false apostate church. And a lot of people believe, as Roman Catholicism has uh, for years been trying to get the Protestants to come back together, after the rapture of the church, Roman Catholicism will get the Eastern Orthodox Church and the Protestant Church that are false Christians and the Pope that is left behind or who they elect will be the false prophet. And he will do signs and wonders like the church does. Am I saying the Catholic Church is the apostate church today? No. I think you're going to find people up in heaven that you're going to be shocked at. And then they're going to be shocked you were there. <laughs> you made it? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> My God is gracious. <laughs> so, but when the true church is taken out, this is when the false church will rise up. And this is a satanic trinity. Very important. They all function with the same authority, the same power, which comes from Satan. And uh, they just copycat. And people say, well, they have lying signs and wonders and lying miracles. And some churches say, we reject all signs and wonders and miracles because when the Antichrist shows up, he's going to do the same thing. What baloney. What false doctrine. Some churches don't believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, that he doesn't heal anymore, that Lori came up here and lied with her testimony of her kidney stones. Anyone ever have kidney stones before? How many know when, when you pass them, you know. You know. <laughs> they just don't smoothly go by unless God does a miracle. So we believe Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As the Word of God says in Hebrews chapter 13, and he still does signs. But when we're gone, the Antichrist is going to do it, and he's going to give a promise of a new age, and he's going to give the same lie to humanity that the politicians did before World War I. If you've studied history, 
talking to Elizabeth, she's doing some study. Before World War I, the world politician said, we have evolved in the new age where we have evolved beyond war. And then what happened? World War I. The same lie, he who refuses to learn from history is always forced to repeat her mistakes. World War I, World War II, and there will be a World War III. And this is what's going to happen. Someone called me this week. I think I know who the Antichrist is. Okay, who do you think is it? I think it's the president of France, Macron. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, well, if you're Canadian, you know, there's a lot of hostility between Canadian and French. They'd say, yeah, of course it's the French. <laughs> but I said, how do you know that? Well, I, I just think it is. And I said, well, it could be Macron. I don't know. And then someone said, no. No, it's Zelensky. It's Zelensky. Yeah, from the Ukraine. If he pushes Russia out, the EU will hail him as a leader. They'll bring him into the EU, and he will become a leader, and he could even become the leader of the European Union. And I'm saying, who cares? You're going up in the rapture. Well, I, you just need to know. We don't know who the Antichrist is, and he will not be revealed until he who restrains him will be taken out of the way the Holy Spirit in the church. So that's, that's number one, the satanic trinity. Let's, let's go to the second one. Probably a little bit more familiar with this. But when the church is taken out and the Antichrist comes, he will force the world to go to a complete cashless society. Complete cashless society. And they'll take a mark, and as you know, it'll be on the right right hand or on your forehead. You know, when I was young, I used to wonder how they're going to do that. You know, before they had the scanners, I said, what would you do? Put your head at the grocery store? You know, but, but then they come out with these scanners. And you can either buy nor sell unless you have the mark. It's the satanic mark. Now, to tell you the truth, it's ingenious. It's just, unfortunately a tattoo that determines your destiny in hell forever. For whoever takes the mark of the beast can never go to heaven. Can never go to heaven, according to what the Word of God says. So we see this from the book of Revelation. We see this from uh, the book of Daniel. Jesus Christ comes. He raptures the church and the Holy Spirit out. There's seven years of tribulation Three and a half years are actually peaceful and prosperity. And then halfway into the seven years, the Antichrist goes into the temple. He sits down on the mercy seat and he says, I am God. And that's when the Jews run. And he begins to slaughter them. The Antichrist, at the beginning of the seven years, will make peace. I believe he'll come out of Europe. I think, I believe... I can't prove it, but I believe he's going to be a backslidden Jew that worships Muhammad. And because he's a backslidden Jew that worships Muhammad, he's going to bring peace between the Jews and the Muslims. And it will work for three and a half years. That's why everyone says, hey, you hear? They've got another peace treaty going on between the Palestinians and the, in Israel. I said, yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, the president's working on it. The president... President Bush is working on it. President Clinton's working on it. President Bush is working on it. President Obama's working on it. President Trump is working on it. Trump, yeah, good luck. There'll be no peace. No peace. Should they not try? Well, yeah, they can try. 
But even when the Antichrist comes, it's only going to be short-lived. Revelation 17 tells us about this. Now, Jesus was really mad at the Jews because he came and he performed signs and wonders and miracles and they rejected him. You want to know why some people reject your church and reject coming on Sundays? Let's go back to what Jesus said in John. John was performing signs, or Jesus was performing signs and wonders and miracles, and uh, the Jews were mad. You healed someone on the Sabbath. You rose someone from the dead on the Sabbath. How dare you do it on the Sabbath? Can't you do it the other six days? And Jesus says, I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another, like an Antichrist, comes in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not receive the honor that comes from the only God? Do you know why people don't want Christ? Because they want the honor of men more than the honor of God. To serve Christ, sometimes you get persecuted. Sometimes you get cheap shots. Sometimes Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. 2 Timothy uh, 3.12, Yea, all who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And so people, even in the church, there's some people that are false Christians in the church, and they don't care about the church. They want to be honored. I want to be honored. I want that position. I've had this Sunday school class for 25 years. You're not going to take it away from me. And Jesus says, how can you even be a believer if you receive honor and little pats on the back from one another, and you can't wait for the true honor that comes from Jesus Christ at the judgment in heaven? Be careful. What is that issue really of? The heart. It's the heart. And it blinded the Jews to Jesus Christ, and it was a pride that wanting the honor of men, and it's unfortunately, but when the Antichrist comes on, the Bible says, I don't know how, it's going to be between one and two billion genuine Christians will be raptured out. And do you know what's going to happen to the money of one to two billion people that's taken out? All our money is going to go to all the governments. And for three and a half years, there's going to be peace and prosperity. And they're going to say, we're glad those aliens came and took away those troublemaking Christians. Look how much money we have now. You know, you know and how they, they, they attack the Jews? Because God blesses the Jews with wealth, they'll attack us. It's those Jews and Christians. They're good for nothing. They don't see that it is our God that blesses us. They don't see that at all. Well, the Bible says in Daniel, Daniel wrote about the Antichrist, he said, in the latter time, when the transgressors, people who reject Christ, have reached their fullness, the end of the world, the end of the age, a king shall arise, this will be the Antichrist, having fierce features. His power shall be mighty, it'll be over all Europe, but not by his own, who will really give him the power? He shall destroy and shall prosper and thrive. He shall destroy the mighty people and also the holy people, not the Christians. Where are the Christians? We're in heaven. 
Through his cunning, he shall cause deceit to prosper. Oh, you thought only American Christians or American politicians could do that, huh? This guy will cause deceit to prosper under his rule. It'll be over all Europe. All Europe. He shall even rise against the prince of... This guy's going to be so stupid, he's going to take on Jesus Christ. And that'll be when he comes back with us, but he shall be what? He shall be broken. Next scripture from Revelation. When we're gone in heaven, this Antichrist will cause all, both small and great, including America, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive what? On the right hand, that's the left, right hand, I'm dyslexic, right hand, on their forehand, and no one may buy or sell except one who what? No one. Aren't you glad we're going up? It'll be essential. Uh, I, I have theories. If you look at your computer chips today on your debit cards, uh, the newer ones have these little golden chips that you don't even need to scan it. You just put your, put your debit card right there and ping, there it goes. And it could be that little chip. Australia is already experimenting right now. They've done, uh, five years ago, they started experimenting with these computer chips with animals, and now they're beginning to experiment these computer chips with humans. Uh, very interesting what's going on. No more check, no more, uh, no payday checks. Everything goes into your account. It'll be an amazing thing because people can't go out and spend money they don't have. You either spend what is in your checkings or you don't spend at all. It will solve, it's ingenious, it'll solve world debt problems, it'll solve crime, there'll be no more money laundering. It'll solve a lot of things, prostitution, drugs, all these things. It's ingenious, except it's of the devil. It's of the devil, and God will allow it to happen that way. And it'll be a mandatory chip, and it'll be in everywhere. Now, let me read this, and we'll wrap it up here. I came across this article. I'm not 100% against Google. I was Googling, and I came across the five closest nations of going cashless. According to Global Data, a leading data and analytics company, they're forecasting companies that are almost cashless. Yeah, listen to this. This is just amazing. I'm telling you, we are at the doorstep of Jesus coming back. We are at the doorstep. Uh, all the world's developments point towards one question. What is the point of having cash anymore? While it can still have its uses, especially between banks, the truth is physical money costs more to make, costs more to store, costs more to transfer, produce, and the coins are less valuable than what they're printed of their worth. And so number one, Sweden, this is all the EU, all the Europe is leading the way because this is where the Antichrist would come from. Sweden has last year for 100,000 Bank transfers, only 32 were ATM machines. For every 100,000 transactions in Sweden, only 32 were ATMs. Can you believe that? 98% of Sweden people have their own debit card, and they are, they are encouraged by law to not use cash and it is now fully legal for a merchant to refuse your cash payment for your bill. This is 
2022 I'm talking about. Norway is the next. Norway is Europe's leading closest cashless future, according to the World Bank. Norway says 3 to 5% of all sales transactions last year were actually carried out with physical cash. 2021. Three out of every four card transactions were contactless. No contact, no touching. The Netherlands, the Dutch, is another one. It's projected by uh, 2022, a well-established country where it's easy to be cash-free. 91% of the Dutch use banking apps. 90.5% of all card payments are used with debit cards. That's what this chip is going to be. It's going to be a debit card. That's all it's going to be, just a debit card. And then Finland. The Bank of Finland has predicted it will be an entirely cashless country by the uh, end of 2029. They're the first one to put it down. By 2029, we will be cashless. There's a lot of data to back up the claim. 90 98% of all Finns, 98% of the Finnish population have debit cards. You, we're, we're that close. And then after that, it's England. Now, you can say this. Come on, pastor. Preach it. Tell people to start using cash and start writing checks so we can stop Satan. Wake up. <laughs> You're working against what God is trying to do. God said this is going to happen. And you don't need to fear. And I get really concerned of these churches, you know, preaching against this and preaching against that, trying to slow down the devil, but they don't understand the closer the devil has his way, the end of the age and the more God gets his way. You don't have to fear. Satan's going to have his satanic trinity. He's going to have his satanic mark. And we'll get in a little bit more of that next time. But it, it's, it's going to happen. There's going to be a cashless society. But we're not going to be here. We will be gone. And I'm grateful for that. What do you think? You get more and more afraid every time they say, Whoa, COVID going up, going up. Time to put on the mask. Got to have a shield. Do you get upset? All these people shopping at Amazon and the guy's a crook. Do you, do you get worried about all this stuff? Or do you just say, Lord Jesus, come? Lord Jesus, come. Yeah. Do you realize what a privilege it is for us to be living in the last days? I mean, you could have been born in the 1500s. You could have been born in the time of Rome or Babylon or something like that. But he's coming. And he's going to take us. But what's the point then, Pastor? Well, the point is, let's not hang on by our seats and scream, Jesus comes. Let's get out there and tell our family and our friends and that, those that don't know Jesus, and tell them, listen, there's coming a judgment day. There's coming a judgment day. And now is the day of mercy. Now is the day that you can, with your free will, choose Christ. But there's going to come a day that you have no more choice, for they will, be, they will be forced to believe a lie. Forced to believe a lie. But we don't have to, amen? I close with this. I like talking about end-time events. 
I like talking about tribulation and the Antichrist and the rapture and the millennium and the judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne judgment. But what you need to know is to settle your hearts before God. Remember Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's who we look for. We don't look for an Antichrist. We don't look for the next big scare. I mean, my goodness, Hollywood has been pumping out movies for years about a pandemic coming. If, did anyone see some of these pandemic movies? Like, they're telling us something's coming. Something's coming. Something's coming. But hey, I got one better. Matthew 24 told me. I need Hollywood. But it's coming. And you don't need to be afraid. You need to walk in the light as he is in the light. And the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse us and we will have fellowship with one another. Amen? Amen. Stand up with me, would you please? And uh, Becky or Michael, would you put on the scripture from Isaiah at the end, please? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that in your kindness you told us what's going to happen in this world. But you didn't tell us to give us a spirit of fear, for you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. You've told us, Lord, that we might have excitement and joy and faith. And if we're playing games, Lord, to maybe repent and get right, stop this Mickey Mouse Christianity, and Lord, walk in the light as you have revealed in your word. Help us, Lord. There are some unsaved people and friends and family. Give us the boldness, even as Lori testified today, help us to open our mouths and testify and tell people the good news of Jesus Christ. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the teaching from the Word of God. My name is Paul Height. I'm the pastor of Evangelical Christian Church, located at 1325 Watertown Ave in Waterbury, Connecticut. We would love to have you join us and worship Jesus Christ this coming Sunday at 1030. Now may God bless you and may he continue to cause you to grow in the grace and the knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ.